0: We are here to make moments today so you can start by Happy holidays, everyone. I hope you are having a fantastic holiday season and a very Merry Christmas this past weekend. When I think of the holidays, I think of joy and I think of family. So I thought this would be the perfect episode to include my own family and have all of my worlds collide into one. So I've spoken previously about my experience working with College Pro before beginning my story with TLS. I've actually grown up within the First Service Brands world, which is our parent company. Today, my mom joins us as our special guest, and she has worked within the First Service Brands Network for over 27 years. I won't spoil too much as she does tell us all about her story in just a moment, but I have grown up with the foundations and principles within this business, and most importantly, the values. When I'm speaking with any of our moment makers, especially our newer ones, they will hear me speak to the values and how important they are to me. And that's simply because they are who I am. Deliver what you promise, respect the individual, have pride in what you do, practice continuous improvement, and be open-minded to possibilities are entirely what I live by every single day. So today we're going to talk about what it means, at least to us, to really live the values, what it was like for my mom to raise a child on these values and foundations, and you'll hear some of our ridiculous stories along the way. This was a really fun episode to record. So without further ado, here is Living in the Moment.
1: Hello. Hi, Alicia.
0: How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Fancy meeting you here today.
1: Where are we meeting?
0: At home. Oh. So we're here to chat about the values being the first service brand's values um, because there are common language across all of the brands and then how they relate to your personal life, home life, me. So I want to introduce you first or rather have you introduce yourself if you can tell us a little bit about your journey up until now and your past experience
1: professionally. Well, my journey up to now, I'm currently the vice president of franchising at California Closets, and I started in my career with first service brands back in 1993 with College Pro Painters, and there I started on a contract position because I actually wanted to start my own business in accounting because that's my background, and um, answered an ad in the newspaper for a, a year contract while someone was on maternity leave and never left because I loved the people at College Pro and the challenges I was faced with and the growth I could do there with the skill development and uh, just the learning. So I went from, I started off as administrator and my first job, I think, was to order fax machines for the franchisees. And then I went into accounting and I was working with um, College Pro and Serta Pro at the time. And then we, College Pro was part of the franchise company. That's what they're named before First Service Brands. And they purchased Action Window Cleaning. So I was the accountant then for College Pro Painters and Action Window Cleaning for Canada. I did some work for Serta Pro at the time and then uh, became director of IT at College Pro. Then I became VP of finance to CFO. Of College Pro and then uh, CEO in the last two years of um, 2017 to 2000, end of 2019. And then I went to work at First Service Brands when we retired the painting uh, side of College Pro and sold the window cleaning and then transferred over to California Closets in September 2020. And here I am. And what do you get to do? Like if you had to sum up VP of franchising... I get to be the um support and advocate for our thirty-seven franchises. Very nice.
0: I just know that you go to work and I never see you again for the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> I do enjoy what I what I do, so. Okay. Not that I don't enjoy spending time with you, but I enjoy <laughs> We make it work. There's a balance there somewhere.
0: <laughs> so Thinking about the values within First Service Brands and then the little bonus one um, that's within TLS and College Pro of Be Open-Minded to Possibilities, what do the values mean to you? Well,
1: I really connected with College Pro. probably one of the reasons why I stayed so long and why I didn't leave after the one-year contract was because of the values. What they mean to me is um, it's what I live by. So I just recently talked to a franchisee about the values and... And imagine that's probably morbid, but when I'm laying there on my deathbed, I look to these values actually to say, "Did I live my life by that? So did I deliver what I promised? Did I respect the people I was with? Did I have pride in everything I did from motherhood to to the business and and what I delivered to the franchisees uh and to corporate and anybody else every you know in in the business and then um you know did I Work on myself, and did I grow as a a person for continuous improvement? I live by them. So beautiful sentiment. Maybe we don't have that thought anymore. (laughs) Sounds horrible. (laughs) But I I connected with them right away. So when I saw them and people lived them within the college pro um, career, with like everyone was aligned to those values, and if you didn't align, you you basically weren't around for very long because it really showed. And uh, it was very meaningful. And
0: which of the values would you say that you hold
1: closest to you if you could pick one? If I could pick one, it would be deliver on right a promise. I'll by that every day. Wow. And if I've said it once, i said it twice, I don't promise something I can't deliver. So, and I'll do everything in my power to do it.
0: Would you say there's ever been a time where you've come to question if you would be able to deliver a promise or it was cutting it close or you didn't know if it was going to happen and if so what was it and what did you do um
1: yeah there's always times that that especially when you do when you have to uh, rely on other people to help deliver that so it's it's forming the uh, big thing is forming the relationships um that i have with people that help me deliver on my promise so if you don't have those relationships it's very hard to and building the trust with those people so it's uh I've put pressure, but as long as they've understood why I'm doing that and the meaning behind it, I've never had an issue with, um, that would be the only time it, it comes into question is when there's other people involved to do that. I'm really good at time <laughs> management. So I, I've set proper expectations on a time frame of when I can deliver it as well. Not just, Hey, I'm going to get it to you tomorrow. It's when it can be delivered. I've noticed that I've had to start doing
0: the same thing. I've started to learn the concept of not know, but knowing my limits, which is nice. I've grown up in the first service family just as a child and then working with college pro and now working with TLS. So I feel like I was raised on the
1: first service brands values. Would you agree? I would agree to that because they are my values. And I would hopefully instill the values I have in you, um, as well as um, you're also raised on a lot of the skill, leadership skills. <laughs> GSNR came in quite handy uh, through high school. Oh my God. <laughs> Conflict resolution was right there as well.
0: Wow. Do you think that it was a conscious decision to raise me? On the values, or was it just inherent because they were yours?
1: It was just inherent. i mean i was I was raised like that as a child, too. My parents were very um, strict and moral um, and they're they were raised that way too my My dad was a police officer. Um, my mom was very uh, involved in the church. so values were quite important to them. so
0: then in hindsight, was there um... Did you ever notice any times that decisions with me would come down to the values or they'd have the influence on, on what you would do with me?
1: Yeah. It comes down to, uh, just moral morals that you carry and then, um, doing the right thing. And those values line up with doing the right thing. So you are very big on
0: deliver what you promise. I think that I've, also been raised that way in that I find that I'll also do what it takes to deliver what I promise and I try not to promise something I can't deliver but where is the line so that you don't get burnt out or you're not Mm. affecting I know because you do get burnt out so where how do you identify the line between what's going to affect you and what's within your ability
1: well that's where the priority management comes into it and just say okay i can work on this for a period of time or i can do this or i'll do my best to or i'll see what i can do i don't there's there's things that come up that i don't promise that i'm going to do something i'll see what i do i always say i'll get back to you which i will um but uh you know i won't promise something that it's going to burn me out or or take too much away unless it's really important and that's where the priority management comes in and I have to look at my other priorities and and rearrange things. But normally it's it's pretty easy to get to um to what the franchisees need and deliver on it. And I, I mean I'm only talking on this cuz this is um you know my number one go to uh, of the values but I mean respecting the individual is also really important. I can't just choose one but I mean respecting the individual is really important. Um mm-hmm. And I say it's a very small world. It's a very small world. And if you don't respect people and treat them the way that you want to be treated treated and the golden rule, um, it's going to come back on you. And I I definitely, um, I think I have just a need to treat people with respect, I think, because um, I know what it feels like to not be treated with respect.
0: So I'm going to challenge you. In what ways have you found that you've integrated the values into your personal life and where the challenge comes is, can you think of just off the top of your head, an example or a time for each of the values that they've really come into play?
1: Well, I can't say that they are integrated in my life because I think they've always been part of my life. It was just maybe not stated in that way, but all four of the uh, values came into play as I was raising my daughter you um and this to uh, always have pride in what you do is i've always felt proud of you um and what you've become and what you started for deliver what i promise i think i've done pretty well at what i've said i've had I- a
0: lot of promises fulfilled <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Probably could do a bit better in respecting um, boundaries that you, <laughs> as a young adult. I'm sorry, is this me or? No, me, <laughs> me, respecting you as an individual. And um, maybe I become too involved sometimes.
0: Independent individual, you mean You <laughs> yes. respect me as an individual. Oh, I respect you as
1: an individual. Yeah. As an independent one. Sometimes I put the word should have in front of a sentence where maybe I shouldn't. That. Yeah, instead of just sitting there and, and, like, listening, and I didn't check in to say, hey, do you want to know uh, what I think? And respecting you and, and what you know, your needs were as opposed to imposing on what I thought you should have done.
0: Well, you just want to love me and be my
1: mother and give me my advice. Yes, but sometimes that's not appropriate.
0: You're also the problem solver of the family. I am a problem
1: solver. <laughs> of the time, it's very (laughs) welcome. So, so, um, yeah, and practice continual improvement. It's always been that try something new. It's amazing what we've learned we can do in COVID. So, (laughs) 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 I built a doghouse. You did build a doghouse. You learned cat. Um, I learned how to keep plants
0: alive. That was a big one.
1: We have a whole big... (laughs) Vegetable garden outside and different pots that you created, pots and painted those, and they're punny. They're punny, yeah. So, um, yeah, we've uh, adapted and still learned through the whole pandemic. So,
0: and the bonus of be open minded to possibilities.
1: <laughs> Every day I wake up open minded. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, yeah, just go with the flow. I'm open-minded to the change that we have to make. I mean, we've made tons of changes over the last two two years. Um, and, yeah, in a personal life. It's uh, how do we make things creative? I just... <laughs> when we couldn't go to Europe, we did our little wine tour around southwestern Ontario that had all the European names, and <laughs> just stopped by and we... Went we, your,
0: we went to one winery. I don't know uh, why okay, it's a whatever. wine
1: tour. <laughs> we went to all the towns with all the names.
0: <laughs> yes, we went to Copenhagen, Ontario. We went to... Uh, I was
1: open-minded to the possibilities of travel.
0: Yes, there We're, you go. Within
1: a 120-mile range.
0: <laughs> that we didn't leave the vehicle. <laughs> yeah.
1: Except to take a picture in front of the sign.
0: Yes. There was Lisbon. Where else did Paris. we go? Paris. Ontario. Um, Vienna. Vienna. Yeah, that was a fun one. And then, there, was
1: like, there was like eight or nine.
0: There, it was. I mean, it was a long day, and it ended. It ended in Dublin, and then we made it to London. And we did, we, and we had the. So there was the moment along the way that one of the wine bottles
1: we had it a did ca- we had a casualty. Yes, we also <laughs> had a casualty when the the heavens opened, and we had the roof and the doors off the jeep. <laughs> And I, well, we learned that science, that when you drive fast enough through rain, it goes over your head. <laughs> but I'm still
0: drying out the jeep. And,
1: and we couldn't figure out why the windshield wipers wouldn't work because the rain was on the inside of the jeep, not the outside. <laughs> <laughs> but, but having taken off our sweaters and everything else we had, we were able to clean the windshield. That's good. <laughs> open-minded to the possibilities of getting home we did try to outrun the storm by going further north to come across but it didn't quite land when we got to london at some point we still had to come home we did we went to ireland too didn't we that was dublin oh dublin okay that was where we got caught in the rain
0: yes tiny little town of
1: dublin yeah dublin but yes dublin but um no the values have always been uh, part of my life part of your life Um, always come back to, um, those, it may be, and again, it may not be stated in those words, like the, how we write them in the values, but it all comes down to, to that. And I mean, um, I don't know if you heard the acronym drip, but that's, that's how a lot of people, uh, remember them is drip. So it's deliver what you promise, respect the individual. Have pride in what you do and continuous improvement. So, continuous improvement is the I.
0: Okay. So, it's deliver what you promise, respect the individual, improvement, and then pride. Yes. I've never heard this. Oh,
1: there you go. 20 Learned something new every day.
0: 26 years open of life. To the possibilities. I'm open minded and I'm practicing that improvement. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were raised heavily on. Like a foundation of values, and you had 27 years with College Pro. Mm-hmm. So what did what was it that College Pro really taught you about about the values about aligning with the brands as a whole and just being a part of it that didn't sit with you naturally already?
1: I've learned a lot. So, um, you know, in college pro was the first was the first opportunity I had to grow, uh, within the roles that I had, It taught me that not everyone aligns to those values. It taught me that you have to make tough decisions and it's not just a, it's not the person could be great, but they might not be a fit for the company. Um, I find it very hard to work with people who I don't align on values. So um, I don't know if I'm answering your question. No, you are. It it taught me that um, I have to make tough tough decisions.
0: You no, know, that makes sense because we always will always say like not everyone. Not everyone can be a moment maker is a moment maker and there's nothing wrong with that. But it takes a very special mindset to be a moment maker. Anyone can answer a phone, but to be a moment maker is that special skill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we've covered a lot around deliver what you promise. We've covered res- we've covered a little bit about respecting the individual and then um, definitely practice continuous improvement. So in what ways would you take pride in what
1: you do personally and or professionally? Take pride in what I do. Um that came mostly out of my accounting background, I think. Um, Very, yeah, whatever I delivered, um, report or otherwise, it always had to be at a high standard. Um, Thinking about what I had to do to um, make sure that it was, had the information needed, Um, less questions as possible. Always try to anticipate what questions would come from it. And that to me is like having pride in doing my best to deliver something. Um, that's on the work side. And then on the personal side, um, I think any, <laughs> any project we embark on um, <laughs> would be pride in what we do. So uh, most recently would be our motorcycle trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, I probably what you to do normal people who want to go and, and take their motorcycle a distance, we just buy a trailer well, and put it inside. Let us preface this. Normal people don't buy
0: a motorcycle in the middle of COVID, no. having it, never, it, ever even driven a
1: standard well, vehicle. It was, uh, what is it? A necessity? What No, what is it? We're allowed to... Essential? Essential. It was essential <laughs> to buy during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay but
0: um, well let's, let's set up the scene at least so we buy a motorcycle we've never ridden or operated a motorcycle we learn how to operate this motorcycle we then have well you then have to go out west for work and you think we could totally bring the motorcycle along and take it on an adventure up the coast when we get out there
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do we get it out
1: there well, we had to buy a trailer that most people would buy their stud trailer and hitch it up to their vehicle and tow it out. Oh, no. <laughs> um, to have pride in what we do because we have to show um, something different. It's, and, displaying, and my, it's my, displaying my brand with pride. Yes. Displaying Alicia's brand with pride. Um, designed a logo. <laughs> um, painted part of it pink so it matched the Jeep that was silver and then the inside um the floor was redone in black and pink checkers Mm -hmm. Um, put a fence up so that we could have um pink cabinet at the end with um matching jackets and everything behind (laughs) behind a fence that would um protect it and then the other side of the fence was where the motorcycle would be and then um yeah it was just it was very very cool We had the neighborhood talking. We did. We had a lot of visitors. (laughs) We would get up at 6 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning, go out and paint trim. And uh, we we were very prideful in our trailer. Yes. We even included little paw prints for little Louie. Little Louie, yes. So he gets to be
0: represented as well. But we took the background in college pro painting, and you're dabbling in sort of pro painting. We really put it to work. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i have never done uh what was it coating on the top that was new epoxy coating epoxy coating yeah that was new Yep. But the
0: things you learn while you're practicing continuous improvement during a global exactly. pandemic people exactly
1: so joking aside it, that's that's the effort that we put into things mm-hmm. that we are prideful in what we do and we put the best effort forward Not always economically sound, but we do do tend to place Band-Aids
0: over problems by just (laughs) quickly buying
1: something to fix it and seeing if it'll work. (laughs) Yes, spray painting without really um, locking down that that, uh, paper to protect other paint. Yeah. Is really not good. Overspray was a Overspray bit of an issue. Overspray was an issue. We
0: learned a lot. We still practice continuous improvement. <laughs> and now for the next
1: trailer, we know. <laughs> and another thing on continuous improvement was the trailer hitches. We now have three trailer hitches. <laughs> but we learned. We learned that um, don't fill the vehicle with suitcases before you hitch up a trailer. Because, because it lowers the, the vehicle. vehicle. We learned that you should actually measure the distance of the trailer um, tongue to where you want to hitch it because then you don't get the, what is it when it's up and down? What do you call it when it's like higher on one end than the other? The pitch? The pitch. Yes. So you can level out the pitch. And we learned that you don't want to straight on one because the driver gets jarred every time you go to stop the driver had a tough
0: time across Canada <laughs> i can tell you that <laughs> so we have two hitches for sale <laughs> <laughs> but the pink and black beautiful trailer is not no so how how do you apply them if you make an active decision how do you apply them in your current within your current team
1: the, At work. My, my team, my operations team. Yeah. Um, again, it's the same thing. That we, we all have, we all align with those values. So when I first came into Cal Closets um, in talking with each one of the people in my team, um, these came up. And again, not in these words, but how, how do you um, uh, do your work? what's impactful for you what do you what do you deliver the franchisees and just in how they described what they do i knew that we were aligned and with my team it was it was never a question i, I don't think it, to this day it's never a question of, of what we come down to and what we stand for so alignment to you is that you stand for the same basically values mm-hmm. values and um what we deliver to our franchisees the standard the standard the last thing I want to do is let someone down on uh, something that we could have been better at. And I talk about the franchisees a lot and what we deliver there. But, I mean, it's also delivering to our other team members um, outside of the ops team, but the other corporate team members as well. And um, it's, a, it's the same. It doesn't, it doesn't um, vary depending on who you're working with we're dealing with or talking to. It's, it's always the same. So you'd mentioned earlier that you had
0: gotten heavily involved in college pro in the leadership skills that you raised me in some very choice leadership skills during apparently high school, which <laughs> I Sullivan was in there too, which, <laughs> which I have conveniently blocked from my memory. Um, so <laughs> leadership is, quite in line with um practicing continuous improvement so how do you apply that today
1: within your team that's one of the things that that kept me and drew me to college pro when i found out more about it it was the, the skill development um sessions courses what they had um so i was really i have a huge passion around it now and then um i worked very hard to become an examiner within first service um brands and that's where you become, there's an evaluation and models that you have to follow. Um, and to become an examiner, you have to have a, a four or excellence in the field in coaching. And that's a coaching model that you work with as well as uh, other skills. But um, I worked very hard for that. And then um, have <laughs> every skill I earned, I had to have a four or <laughs> higher. So that was a competitive side of me, but I take those skills now and I, uh, use them in my everyday life it's almost an innate where uh, it's part of me now that you know when I, I do priority management I do planning and scheduling I do GSNR it's it's just one and the same I don't really think of them as skills it's just become part of me um, and then transfer those down to whoever I'm working with and at Cal Closets it was a, a bit of a gap when I came in on the skill development side and um I've now introduced uh, conflict resolution, GSNR, um, priority management, and um, coaching, as well as effective meetings in the new year um, to the franchises and, and my direct reports. So it's, um, it's something I that's a continuous improvement. It's something I'm always working on. Um, whether I, I learn the skill myself or I, I uh, bring it down to others, I'm always learning. Whenever I do a session on it, I learn something new. So I'm really looking forward to continuing on that next year. I don't think I've ever actually asked you this. What inspires you every day to go to work? <laughs> you yeah, know, I think I'm cheesy. Deliver what I promise. And the people. I just I didn't, want people. I did
0: within the values.
1: <laughs> well, that is what inspires me, though. I, w- I want to see people succeed. And I care about the people. So it's, um, if I didn't care, um, I wouldn't be doing what I did. I well, do. So. Y- you
0: basically just named three of them right there. It was, you are having pride in what you do because you're caring about them. You're respecting the individual because you want them to succeed. And then you're delivering what you promise
1: in order for them to succeed. hmm they- That's a common thread. I don't normally just state the values. Um, it's more like living them. It's the action. Yeah.
0: Which is a very key thing for you to say, because name of this episode, Living the Values. Oh. Living in the moment presents Living the Values. Well, then I
1: think we should end it right there.
0: Well, the way that I do like to close it out is a very key uh, question of what you try to do. And I always say the key word is try because we're not all perfect in your personal and professional life to live in the moment. I personally could have a few pieces of input
1: for you in ways that you might not. <laughs> I have to be quite honest. I don't live in the moment very long. <laughs> I try, well, I don't. Yeah, I try to be really an effective listener and listen to what the person's saying and not, and not to just respond but to actually listen to them, take it in, um, ask questions of a clarification so I truly understand. Um, and I, I think that's what living in the moment for me is, is is to be present and active listening.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Shall we go watch tonight's Hallmark movie?
1: Yeah, because I really love to live in those moments.
0: The Christmas little festival towns. Christmas. <laughs> I really got to find those towns. We've got some in Ontario. That's the next wine road trip. We'll go to the Hallmark Towns of Ontario. All right. That one we have to do in the winter, so we, the Jeep roof have to stay on.
1: Oh, that's true. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: All right. Homework, here we come. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you, Alicia. It's been my absolute pleasure.
0: don't say I didn't warn you about the ridiculousness of us in the same room. All in all, I hope you really enjoyed that one. My mom is my best friend and I am so grateful for how she has raised me and for ingraining these values in me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the holidays and how exciting. Not only will we see you next week, but we will see you next year. Happy holidays. Sometimes you need someone there for support Sometimes you need a little genuine